Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to BREELnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. What is good, FYDers? We are back. I'm Scott. I'm and, Adam. And you're Adam, yes. How's it going, Adam? It's going. Um, God, I've, you just, you you never, you, you always got to come up with something. when, I, when it, It's small talk. It's just like, hey, good, yeah, good. But you're I, always it, like, so fucking depressing. It's like, going. Like, what do you want me to say? It's going. Like, it's go- like, life is still progressing. You know, the earth is still turning. Gravity still works. So, you know, I'd say it's going pretty good so far. Fair enough. I'm beat, man. Are you? I'm beat. Yeah, I've uh I did a I did a bar crawl today. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, it uh it was rough. It, it did a number on me. We went to I think the grand total was 10 different places and I had at least a beer from every one of them. Um yeah, it was fun. It was called the Beach Ball Crawl, and each bar had uh, cornhole. You know, the game where you throw the, yeah. the bean bags into the hole. And I think uh, I played it, like, years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's good fun. Good fun time. So each bar we went to had a cornhole set up, and we got on buses. There was buses that drove us from bar to bar, and we got off, and each person, you know, teams of four... You get to throw four bean bags and you keep your score. And at the end, whoever has the highest score. Yeah, we did awful. We got like dead last on our bus. We were just shitty and drunk. And it, like, I just decided to aim for the middle one, the middle hole, because there were C3s. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, who who all participated in this uh, bar crawl? Because I was I noticed I I was not invited to this to this shindig. Well, this hoot nanny, if you will. Well, I, I, it was public knowledge you were more than welcome to attend. I just, I was put on a team through my work, and it was me and Kristen, my sister Jackie, and Brandon. So I was on a team paid for by my work, or else it, I would have had you on my team. If, it, I was, if I was putting it, together an all-star team of the Scott Malanke all-star team, you would be on it. You would be one of my first draft picks, Adam. Maybe not number one. Maybe yeah, not number say, one. Maybe I, not number one, but you'd be up there. You'd I'm like I'm like runner up. Like just you, I'll, you, I'll be runner up. You'd be a top three pick. I, I'm confident in saying you'd be a top three pick. But I I I was unfortunately tapped to be on this team by somebody else. So don't take it personal. I mean, it must be really nice to work somewhere where it's like, hey, we'll pay you to go drink beer and play a game of sandbags. Well, I wasn't paid to go drink beer but it was a the bar crawl was for charity so it was 50 bucks a person to enter and i didn't have to pay my work paid for our team to go so if you would have done you would have paid 50 bucks and that doesn't call that doesn't cover anything each bar you go to you gotta buy beer or drinks or whatever you're having so i dropped some money today even though the team was paid for by my work. Each bar I went to, I said I had at least one drink. That was I was paying for. It's not like free drinks everywhere you go. My God, I wouldn't even be sitting here right now if that was the case. Oh, you had to drink yourself under the table. Oh, my God. 
I'm I'm a little bit I'm coming down right now, so we need to get you back up. Yeah, back let's up. Do it. And we're gonna do that now because we're gonna be drinking the beer of the show. And this beer of the show, I was coming back from the event that we were just discussing, and I thought, oh shit, got a podcast tonight. I gotta get beer of the show. So about 45 minutes before we recorded, I went to the local beer store and got this. It's not very cold because it wasn't in the cooler when I bought it. It was just sitting out on the counter, and I thought I, – I, I've heard of this company before. I've had this company, but I've not, not had this beer, and I just really liked the can, so that's why I got it. So without further ado, the beer of the show is – called The Suburban Housewife by the Rivertown Brewery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Actually, on the can it says Export, Pennsylvania, which is basically, for all intents and purposes, Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh, man. Love it. That's my town. Uh, I had to drive through Pittsburgh recently, yeah? me and the family. We went to Kennywood uh, earlier this week. I love Kennywood. How was that? Um... It was fine for them. It wasn't fine for me, though, so... You know, you're just such a Debbie Downer. No, it's... You're going to a fucking amusement park. Fucking fun time for all. Let me tell you... And you're like, yeah, well, everybody else had a good time. Let me tell you my problem with Kennywood. The only reason why I agreed to go go to Kennywood was because I thought my mother's friends, some of her friends were going to go, so that way my sister would have people to ride rides with. I could just be like, all right, I'll just hang out, whatever. Well, that didn't happen. Um... I there's nothing for me at Kennywood. There's roller coasters, man. I the Phantom. Can't, I can't do roller coasters. You, I can't do. I've, it. I've been on roller coasters with you. And every time I've almost had panic attacks doing it. Oh, I'm just but really that's part of the fun. I'm just, no, 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 like legitimate panic attacks. Like I don't recall you having panic attacks. We went to because I'm really good at hiding them. I'm really good at just gritting through it sometimes. But I never had. I've never had a good time on a roller coaster because it's like I freak out too much. Like. Years ago, me, we and a group of friends went to Cedar Point. Cedar right? Point, right? Yeah, yeah, we went to Cedar, Cedar Point, Point. Yeah. and they have the Magnum there, which yeah. is a really, really tall roller coaster. And I decided to go on there with a bunch of friends because you know I was with you. Peer pressure's a bitch. Yeah, and, you know if, I love if, the Magnum. If there was like heroin on that ride, I probably would have done that too because peer pressure's a bitch. But heroin's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> um. The climb is the worst part of a roller coaster, and that's the moment where I started having panic attacks. Like, when we rode on the Magnum, I was about quarter to halfway up the climb. I was looking out the side and seeing the steps and actually debating whether I wanted to squeeze out and just get on the steps and walk down. That would have been a I was really freaking bad out. idea. I was, you might have died. Like I said, I, was, I, I get panic attacks. I get panic attacks when I do this stuff. So, like, I, I think I rode, like... I did two things at Kennywood. I rode the Jackrabbit. I don't know if you know what that is. I do, yeah. Yeah, and I thought, you know, that's an easy, nice, easy ride. It doesn't, there's no heights involved. There's no real climb. It just starts out and just drops you down. I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. I didn't have a good time on that either. Didn't have a good time. Like, no? and I figured out why. I figured out why I didn't have a good time. I'm the kind of guy where if I'm going to get on a roller coaster, I need to be strapped in like an astronaut. I need to have like the cross seat belts. I need to have like padding over the shoulder. Like I need to, I need to feel like I'm secure in that bitch in order to do it. Because like when I was doing the Jackrabbit, the only thing of it was there was like a loose seat belt and like this heavy ass bar that didn't really click in too well. So I'm sitting there like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm going to. This is horrible. This is terrible. Like I just didn't have a good time. 
You know, that's that's a shame, man, because that that whole thing you're talking about, you know, when you're doing the climb, the first huge hill, and you hear the... Yeah, I hate it. Everybody knows that sound. Oh, God, I... Everybody knows... You know, when you're doing that, I have every single that. person on that car is, is anxious right now. Everybody is having anxiety. That's part of the fun, dude. That is. You're fucking well, you're scared not out having, of your mind. But you're not, you're not, you're, you have anxiety. You're not having a panic attack. You don't feel like you're going to have a heart attack. But you're, you're just, not you're having, freaking out. I don't believe you're having a panic I have, I've one seen of, people have panic attacks, and I've rode roller coasters with you, and listen, you say you're good at hiding it. If you're having a panic attack, you can't hide those bitches. I'm telling I, you. You, you, you. you can. I did, I said I almost have panic attacks. Yeah, almost. And it's, it's like, you're scared out of your mind, you're anxious, you're, it's, it's because it's because I'm afraid of heights. Heights is like my top two I, fears. I, I don't like heights either, personally. I don't. But I fucking love roller coasters. I'll ride them no, all damn day. No, no, but it doesn't matter. Like heights are horrible. Like I, I get these paranoid feelings. Like when you get the drop and you're going down and down and down oh, and down, yeah, and crazy. then you hit the 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 bottom and then you shoot up. Mm-hmm. Once you hit that top part, I always have this paranoid feeling. It's it's going off. It's going off the track. It's flying off the track. Gravity and physics will not allow that to happen. You you're telling me at the speed it's going, if it detached from that track, the coaster would not fly off the it's track. It's not going to detach from the track. It Think could. About it. it could. It could. That not. has happened no. before. No, it, it has not. Yes, it has. People have fallen to their deaths, and it is a very rare occurrence. But it does happen. But an entire fucking roller coaster doesn't eject. From the train track and go flying into space where all 30 people on the train are perish. That's never happened in the history of ever. I don't believe you. I don't, I don't know. believe I, you. I don't believe no. you. I, I kind of want to look it up to see. <laughs> no, but that's the fear that I have. Like That's the fear. That's the reason why it's like if they built a roller coaster that was like, okay, it's a roller coaster – but it's in like a small car, but it's like window covered and the whole thing is covered and everything. Even like just caged, then I would be fine because I'd feel secure. That then I would know if I fly off, at least I'm still in the cage. And if it flips upside down, I'm not going to crush my skull on the ground or anything. Adam, how are you going to go into space though? I, I if you can't ride a fucking roller coaster, you, you can't be blasted you know why, into space. Do you know why? That would be easier? Do you know why that would be easier? Because it won't. The answer is no, it won't be easier. Do you know why that would be easier for me? Because you're inside something. You're inside a capsule. You're inside a car. You're encased in something. You're not exposed to the fucking air and blasting off. Like the G-forces. I don't care about the... G-forces. You're not understanding. Speed is not my problem. If if they had a roller coaster that was like those roller coasters, but all it was was shoot like Mach 3 down the freaking track and everything and did like a couple like spins and stuff like that, I'd ride that shit all day because... It's the height? It's the height. You know space shuttles leave the atmosphere, But once again... You're encased in something, so if something goes wrong, you're not exposed to the outside world. You're inside this thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think you just got to give roller coasters another chance. All right, Scott, I want you to come here for a second. Just come here for a second. We're going to – all this part out. This is a video. I'm going to show Scott right now. Top five roller coaster accidents. I just caught a glimpse of this. Look at this. There's this coaster. Boom, 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 boom. It's going, it's going, it's going. It's going up, shooting up, and boom. Flies right off. That's not real. Flies right off. That is a false video. Flies right off. Not real. Flies right yeah, off. Yeah, it's not real, Adam. Flies right off. Did you see that coaster? It just it shot up, 
and it flew that off. That was so fake. It was not. It was very fake, Adam. That video was so sketchy. But whether it's fake or not, Scott, it doesn't mean it's any less true because... I just, I've it, never heard of it. Maybe it has. I shouldn't be so, as a matter of fact. I've never once heard about it happening. If I'm wrong, please, anybody listening to this, if you're like, oh, they're forgetting about the... The Six Flags massacre of 1906. No, I'm, I'm, I don't remember. I don't know about that. If there is a case where an entire roller coaster train has dislodged from the track and flown out into nothing, then please send us an email to fouriedistraction at gmail.com. Get a hold of Fourier Distraction on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know. I don't think it's happened, Adam. I don't. I think I have seen enough video evidence right here to to justify my fears. So we started talking about the beer of the show, and yes. we, we got off on a tangent there. But uh, anyway, the Suburban Housewife by the Rivertown Brewery in Pittsburgh. It um, I chose it because on the the can it shows like a nineteen fifties nineteen sixties housewife like i love lucy looking character except she's got like sleeve tats and face piercing yeah that's when i saw this when i saw this can i was thinking to myself is this sexist or not like imagine like if i love lucy if lucille ball joined the suicide girls like that's what's on this can and we'll we'll Post a photo onto Facebook and Twitter so you guys can see it too, if you're not familiar. But it's kind of cool, and the coloring's really neat. On and it shows her like pouring a beer. So this beer, the Suburban Housewife, is blackberry cucumber. Not just any cucumbers, natural cucumbers. Okay, so as opposed to non-natural cu- yeah, cucumbers. So. <laughs> Go ahead, you go first. Let me know what you think. I like it. It's it's a good beer. Um, it's unique uh, in that you can taste the blackberries. I don't really know if you could taste the cucumbers all the way. I think the blackberries might overshadow the taste of the cucumbers themselves. Um, it's not too dark. It's a very nice, casual, almost like a summer beer, very casual. Uh, it's definitely not dark. I wouldn't really call it a light beer, but it's like not too hoppy. There's definitely, like, you would probably say it would need more hops. I think it's just fine the way it is. It's a fruity summer beer. Um, If I had to rate it, 3.5. 3.5 out of 5. So I really like this beer a lot. I think it, I think you nailed it by calling it a summer beer. This is the quintessential summer beer. It is very crisp, very refreshing. And I've been drinking all day, and I've been – what's so funny? <laughs> it's like it's very crisp. It's very summery, and I've been drinking all day. Well, I so. have and, and I've been to a lot of dive bars today. I had, geez, you know, a lot of domestics today. I didn't have too many microbrews. I didn't have too many craft beers. I had a couple. I had a couple from Stone Church, but I – had a Yingling, I had a Rolling Rock, I had a PBR, I had an Icy Light, you know, the traditional stuff. So having this is super good to me right now because I think it is better than those beers. It has more flavor, yes. more taste. I really like the fruitiness. And it was a hot day here today. 
I'm very tired. I was outside in the sun today. I'm a little bit dehydrated from all the beer I drank and all the sweat I sweating I had to do. It is definitely quenching my thirst. It, it is. is. I really like this beer so much. I'm going to give it a five. Perfect five. A perfect five, sir. I really like this. I'm a big fan of this booze. I, The Rivertown Brewery, now, it says Export Pennsylvania is where their brewery is, but at PNC Park, the, the baseball park in Pittsburgh where the Pittsburgh Pirates play, they have a – shit, I don't even know if it's a brewery, but they just have like a little bar that says Rivertown. And they serve a bunch of beers there. So I've had several beers there from the Rivertown, but I've never seen this one there. But now I need to – when I go to the Pirate game next, I'm going to have to look. Do they have this? Oh, I'm getting it. It's good stuff. All right, big fan. The Suburban Housewife from Rivertown Brewery. Awesome, awesome job, guys. Oh, yeah. Love it. So I want to start a new segment. That we do. We'll test it out. One. Test okay. it out. We'll see how it goes. We might continue. We, we, not, we might not. Um, but I want to bring attention to this. And I brought attention to this before, one or two at a time. So we're like beta testing this right now. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. This is, this is going to be a new thing that I want to try. Um, do you recall me ever talking about the Goop website? Uh, I think it rings a bell. <laughs> yes. It's refresh a, my memory. It's the, uh, the website that Gwyneth Paltrow... Sponsors. Yes, yes that yes, website. Yes. For those of you who don't know, Goop.com uh, is what I'm assuming it's called. Is a modern lifestyle. According to them, it's a modern lifestyle brand offering cutting-edge wellness advice from doctors and experts, vetted travel recommendations, and a curated shop of clean beauty and timeless fashion. It's basically like a wellness website where it's like they promote like I don't want to say like hippy dippy stuff, but it's basically hippy dippy stuff. You know that you would be. Insane to buy, I think, because it's overpriced and expensive and doesn't do the things that it says it's going to do. <coughs> Gwyneth Paltrow claims to be a, a, a man of the, or a woman of the people. She's she's considers herself to be like the common women. You know, she fights for the common woman, despite the fact that she's a multimillionaire uh, who has just shit tons of money. And a lot of the products she sells on her website, we're going to call it her website, are ridiculously overpriced. Like, there was a purse that was like $600. It's like, oh, yeah, the common women can afford this purse. No problem. Or like a uh, shirt that's like $200. I got to tell you, Adam, $600 for a purse is not a lot. Like, there's purses that range in the thousands of dollars. I mean, but I, for the common what, woman, for the common no, for the common person in general, women don't have to just carry purses. Anybody can carry a purse, Adam. It's 2017. I know, but no, this, but this is, thank you, Scott. But what I'm saying is, according to Gwyneth Paltrow, she relates to the common woman, and apparently the common women can afford, like you know, the single mothers that are out there, and all these other common women can afford $600 purses and $500 shoes and $200 shirts and. Things like it's it's a ridiculous statement to make because this is actually not common bullshit. That's almost as funny as Donald Trump saying that he can relate to the See, middle class worker. There you go. There I mean, you go. it's 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 laughable. But the segment that I want to start because this is how ridiculous what this website is is called the Goop Product of the Day. Okay. That's what I want to do. And this is the beta test. I'm gonna pick a product that I find on this website. Uh, we might do it every time. We might do it every other time. I don't know. It depends on how many products are in this website. And we're going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you about it, and you tell me whether you would buy it or not. Okay. Um, product number one for the day mm -hmm. called the Jade Egg 
The Jade Egg. The Jade Egg. Now, I'm going to read you the description on the uh, actual website. Used by women to increase sexual energy, health, and pleasure. This nephrite jade stone helps connect the second chara, the heart. Chakra. Think, what's, no, it's char. C-H-A-R-A. Mm. That's what it says. The, or the heart and yoni for optimal self-love and well-being. I don't know what those words mean. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you the, the more detailed description of it. Better sex, jade eggs, or your yoni. That's exactly what it's titled. Or your yoni. <laughs> your yoni. All right. From Kegels yoni. and the LV to, for, to vaginal steaming and even laser treatment, why, we're not shy here at Goop about our interest in keeping our sexual reproductive systems in optimal health. So when beauty guru, healer, inspiration, slash friend, those are all slashes, by the way, guru, slash healer, slash blah, blah, Shiva Rose... Remember that name. Shiva Rose. Think about that name for a second, and then you can tell me whether or not you think this is an accredited individual. Uh, Started talking about jade eggs. We wanted to hear more. That's what they said. Um, The strictly guarded secret of Chinese royalty and antiquity. Queens and concubines use them to stay in shape for emperors. Jade eggs harness the power of energy work, crystal healing, and Kegel-like physical practice. Fans say regular use, use increases chi, orgasms, vaginal muscle tone, hormonal balance, and feminine energy in general. Shiva Rose has been practicing with them for about seven years and raves about the results. We tried them too, and we're so convinced we're putting them in the goop shop. Um, Scott, basically, in a nutshell, what this is, it's a jade egg you stick up your vagina. That's all it is. How big is it? I'm going to show you a picture. Well, describe it for the people listening that can't see the right, photo. I'll describe it, but then I mean, I'll show we'll, you the picture. We'll, I'll have you post a photo of it. But. That is a jade egg. It, it, it's, it's a, the perspective is a little off, but I imagine it's, it's, it's got to be like maybe this big. Is uh, it maybe. to scale? Is it a little bit smaller than like an, a plastic Easter egg that the Easter Bunny hides? I think it's small. I think is it, it could fit inside. Of, I think if you're going to stick it up your vagina and keep it up there, it's got to be a little bit smaller than that maybe. Um, but yeah, it's a Jake. It comes in black, and I think it also comes in white. Um, no, pink. I think it's like a like a pink or something like that. It would be pink. So it would be pink. But it's just a real shiny, tiny egg that you're supposed to stick up your vagina, and you're supposed to use it as like kind of like a Kegel practice, where you keep it up there and you strengthen the vaginal muscles or something like that. Yeah, um, that's what what they're selling. What do you do while it's up there? So say you throw your egg up up your from what I understand, you just it's like hang out. Like that's from what I understand, you can do that. From what I understand, it's like, all right, you stick it up there and you like go to dinner or something, and then you're just sitting there while you're eating dinner, you know, just doing like you know little kegels with a jade egg in your hoo ha. I guess is what you would say. Hoo ha. Hoo ha. Uh, no, you just you stick it up there. Yeah, and you just hold it up there, and it's supposed to strengthen. Um, funny thing though is doctors have all come out against this product, saying. Yeah, don't go sticking shit up your vagina like that. Like, don't go sticking <laughs> jade up your vagina like that. Like, you don't know where it comes from. You don't know how sterile it is. You can get infections doing that. Like, don't do it. Like, it's <laughs> this product, Scott, will run you $66 each. Would you buy it? Well, considering I don't have a vagina, Adam. It's 2017, Scott. Anybody can have a vagina. So I could stick it on my ass. Would that help? I mean, according to Goop, they'd probably be like, oh, what? 
Don't eat. No, just just stop. Um, I was go I was gonna humor you a little bit and say, yeah, sure. It's a, if it increases your your sexual drive, sure, I'll buy it for my wife. I mean, she she doesn't get as horny as me, so let me get that for her. I'll let her play with the jade egg. Maybe it'll put her in the mood more often. That's that's a win win for me. But now you're telling me the doctors are coming out and saying, no, no, don't buy it. So the answer is going to be no. If the doctors are saying, no, I'm going to listen to somebody who went to fucking medical school exactly. over somebody named Shara Rose. Shiva Rose. Shiva Come on, Rose. get it right, sir. Shiva Rose. Yeah, no, I wouldn't buy that. I think, I think, okay, I think successful segment. I like it. Um, no, I wouldn't buy that for anybody I know either, even if, you know, I was not related to them or related to them. It doesn't matter. Um... I think it, it goes without saying this segment is a little satire because every item on this freaking website is ridiculous. Every single item on this website is nutty, nutter butter. Yeah. The Jade Egg. Thank you, Gwyneth Paltrow, for bringing that to the common woman's attention. So, Scott, what do you know about this hashtag fire deck thing that's been trending, that's been going on on Twitter? Never heard of her. Never heard of her? You don't know anything about that? No. <laughs> Apparently there's this hashtag that's, that's been going around Twitter. Hashtag Fire Depp, as in Fire Johnny Depp, as in it's this movement that's trending on Twitter where people want Disney to fire Johnny Depp for some comments that he made, that he made um, at the Glastonbury Festival in England, which is – it's like a Q&A where he was, he was having it. And I don't know what the question was, but he was quoted in saying – he was obviously talking about Donald Trump. And I don't want to get into a whole political thing. We don't need to discuss Donald Trump himself because we already know everybody's thoughts about it. I just want to hear your thoughts about this, where Johnny Depp said, when was the last time an actor assassinated a president? Um, obviously referring to the Abraham Lincoln, John Wilkes John Wilkes Booth was um, And he follows up by saying, I want to qualify. I'm not an actor. I lie for a living. However, it has been a while, and maybe it's about time. Now, after he made those comments, there's a hashtag trending that has been trending, and this is, I think, a few weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, something like that this was going on, so I'm not up to date on how it's going, but where this hashtag is going around, that people, obviously mostly conservatives, but who knows who else, who are trying to get Disney to fire Johnny Depp because they don't want... What they said is they don't want somebody being in Disney movies that's talking about, oh, maybe you know somebody should assassinate the president kind of comments. Okay, I have a couple questions. Maybe you, you know more about the story. I know a little bit about okay, the story. Okay, um, they want Disney to fire him from what? Pirates of the Caribbean. But Pirates of the Caribbean is already filmed and released. But and they're going to be doing more sequels, so they don't want – they want him off. Are they though? Aren't they? I had heard. This I had was, heard. Why? Well, oh, I know you're gonna say you heard the, this one, the last one, but I also heard that this movie's really good, from what I understand, for people who've seen it. So I have not got a chance to see it yet. I've heard. I've heard it's a lot better than the last couple, which is good, which and is if, promising. And if it's good, Disney's gonna throw more money and do do it again. So I mean, that's that's a possibility. Um, we've talked about this on the show before, but I remember when Iron Man three came out. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. said Iron Man 3 is going to be my last role as the Tony Stark Iron Man character. He wants to move on to other things. Well, that was before Disney acquired, acquired the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Then once Disney did, 
they started throwing Disney money at him because, I mean, Avengers made a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Iron Man 3 made a ton. They say, hey, we want you. And what do we have now? Robert Downey Jr. is still Tony Stark in Iron Man. He's just in, a, 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 from what I understand, I haven't seen it yet, but a big part in Spider-Man Homecoming. So Disney was able to convince him to stay on as that role. Johnny Depp, from what I understand, originally said that uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales was yeah. the the fifth, yeah, the fifth installment. Was that of the, the Pirates which of one was the one with Blackbeard? That was Stranger Tides. That was num. Yeah, four. that was four. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean five, Dead Men Tell No Tale, the newest one, which I have not got a chance to see yet. Before it was even released, I don't even know if it was done filming yet, but Johnny Depp had said this was going to be the last Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, from what I heard, Disney hadn't closed the door on it being, I'm using air quotes, the last Pirates of the Caribbean, which really made me upset because from what that made me understand is Johnny Depp wasn't going to do it anymore. Therefore, you have no Captain Jack Sparrow, but Disney may do more Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Without him. And I don't think you can do a Pirates of the Caribbean no, you without can't. Captain Jack. You absolutely cannot do so, Pirates of the Caribbean without Jack So Sparrow, either so. this, allegedly, from what I heard, this was either going to be the last Pirates of the Caribbean, or it was going to be the last Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny Depp. Now, if Disney decides to throw money his way again to come back, and good, good, I'd like to see that. But as far as firing Johnny Depp to Disney, like... Johnny Depp is a celebrity. He is a movie star. He does all kinds of movies for every comp production company out there. Like he doesn't just do Disney movies. Granted, he does quite a few Disney movies, but he does all of them. Why is the petition just to Disney? Because like, because because Pirates of the Caribbean, while it's not strictly this, because it's from Disney, it's a kid's kind of thing where it's like there's – Probably a lot of kids that will watch that movie, and they don't want somebody who says that, hey, somebody should assassinate President to be associated with a kid's product like that. So it's one of those things. They don't care if he, they're not saying fire from Hollywood because you can't do that. Right. But they're saying they're they're basically it's basically a you think of it like a petition to Disney, like all right, Disney, he said some he said some ridiculous things, and let's be honest, unless the pres the president of the United States is like. A mass murderer and like enabling like martial law and all this other stuff and like basically creating a military dictatorship. Saying something like assassinating the president is a touch too far, no matter who the president is. Let's be honest. So, for somebody who is probably his most well-known product is Pirates of the Caribbean to get on there and say, "Oh, you know, hey, when's the last time somebody assassinated a president?" Like it's it's a little it's a little much. I'm not. I don't think he should be fired for it. But like, because I love Johnny Depp to death, and I love just about everything he does, and I'm a big fan of the character. But I can I can understand why people would get irritated by that. That Disney would see that and then not react to it and not do anything about it or not I'll, comment on it, saying we don't want to affiliate ourselves with Johnny Depp anymore. Like no more Jack Sparrow or something. Not that Disney has to do it. They're basically an economy all to themselves. I Disclaimer here for me. I love Johnny Depp. He is one of my favorite actors. I love him. I hate Donald Trump. We know. I hate him so much. 
So I'm kind of I'm kind of partial in asking this, but at the same time, I do think if if those are if I didn't hear him say this, but if that is really what Johnny Depp said, yeah, I think he went a little bit too far. I, I think he shouldn't have said that. I think he should apologize or explain himself and say, you know, oh, I meant this or meant that. You know, an apology goes a long way. I mean, look what happened to Kathy Griffin. Griffin? Griffin? Griffin. Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Griffin. Peter Griffin? It's, it's got to be Griffin. I think it's Griffin. That's what I said at first, but now I'm saying this to myself. Yeah. Anyway, she po- she tweeted that photo of her holding a bloody yeah, severed head. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Like, it doesn't do anything. And I'll tell you one thing. I don't like Kathy, Kathy Griffin. I don't think she's very funny at all. I'm not a fan. I am a fan of Johnny Depp. I am not a fan of hers. And that, even that, I thought, agree, I agreed. I think Kathy she should, Griffin. Griffin? Griffin. Okay. Kathy, Kathy Griffin. I'm not a fan of hers. But that picture, I think it was it was inappropriate. It had gone too far. And she even came out and apologized and said she was wrong. And she actually did. She got fired from her job. I think she was on uh, I'm gonna say this. CNN or something. I appreciate an apology sometimes. Like, for example, if Johnny Depp would apologize, I could understand his apology more because it's like the heat of the moment kind of thing where you're doing a Q&A and somebody might ask you a question and he just kind of blurts out something and says something. The whole Kathy, Kathy Griffin thing... That thing was planned. Like, they made plans for that thing. You had to get a... Like, that whole thing was planned. So for Kathy Griffin to come out and apologize for that, I don't buy that apology for even a split second well, because that, that... You had planning. You had ample opportunity to think about what you were doing and how it was might turn out. You know? Well, it's a lot different than doing, like, a Q&A and just blurting something out. Well, you don't have to accept your apology. She... The fact remains, she did apologize, and she did lose her job for it. And she's not that great. I don't think she's that funny of a comedian. So she's definitely like a D-list actress. So I don't know if she's going to bounce back from this. But I'm sure at the will. same I'm sure time, she will. on the flip side of the coin, though, I remember when Ted Nugent said he wanted to assassinate President Obama. And I didn't hear anything like this. He, that fucker, he actually just did a concert not that long ago in Youngstown, Ohio. And I had freaking people on my social media saying, go on to the Ted Nugent concert. First of all, he is... I, I, I fucking hate Ted Nugent. He is a no-talent hack who had a one-hit wonder. He had one good song that he's been milking for all these years. He can play the guitar okay, but he, he's not that great. And he is a big-time conservative asshole. And he said the same thing. He got up on stage holding uh, assault weapons, saying that he wanted to assassinate President Obama. He never apologized for this. He never got fired. He's still touring. He's still making music. So to me, it's a double standard. Why can Ted Nugent say it, but Johnny Depp can't? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So no, I, I don't. I don't think I'm not buying into the hashtag fire deck. Because let's be honest, you've said it before on here. What good are ha- you know the the petitions or the movements? Do they ever accomplish anything? When it comes to celebrities, it might. Celebrities are a little different than politicians. 
I don't think so, man. They are, because what celebrities... About when, what about when the politician is a celebrity? Then, <laughs> then they're immortal, apparently. <laughs> then they're immortal and nothing can touch them, because that's just the way it is. Politicians are almost untouchable, unless they, like, get caught raping somebody or killing babies or something like that. But, like, celebrities are a bit of a different story, like... But... They're always... Celebrities are constantly in the limelight. They're constantly doing TV shows and movies and all kinds of stuff, whereas politicians aren't. So politicians have more of a private life than celebrities. So it's a little bit... It's a little different. Well, I don't know about all that, but I... We talked about protesting and stuff, and I said how I like to do protests. I, I do. I'm active. But at the same time, it... It's, it hasn't really accomplished much in the short term, which is frustrating to me. I think maybe in the long term things will happen, but, I mean, we'll see. But, uh, no, Johnny Depp is fine. He, he shouldn't have said what he said. I think he, if he releases an apology, that'll be that. And I hope, I hope he comes back for a lot more movies. Me too. Like I said... I think Johnny Depp is a fantastic actor. It, he's like, he's a jack of all trades, but a master of none kind of actor to me. That's what he is. He can do just about anything. He might not do it great, but he can do just about anything. So, so speaking of of Johnny Depp, we go in a little bit of a Disney news for you, Adam. Are you familiar with the Pirates of the Caribbean being based off of a ride? Did you it is. This? Yes. It is. So, so the pir- Who knew? the Pirates of the Caribbean movie franchise that we were just talking about was actually a ride at Disneyland and Disney World before it was turned into a motion picture. Um, it's 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 a really great ride. It's you sit in a boat and you ride through different pirate scenes. You know, there's the one scene with the guys in jail. Holding a bone, tr- whistling for the dog, the dog sitting there with the key in its mouth. That's one of the scenes that's taken from there. There's another scene of a giant pirate gallant shooting cannonballs at, at like a fort, and you go under where the cannonballs are flying. Really cool. But there's one scene that is arguably my one of my favorite scenes. It's the town is being sacked by the pirates, and there's this one scene where there's an auctioneer. An auctioneer, he's standing there, and there's a couple other pirates listening to him. And there's about a handful of women that are bound and gagged with a rope tied around them. And one of the women is like a redhead. She's very voluptuous, very attractive. And the one woman is, is a heavy set woman. And he's just, the sign behind them says, take a wench for your wife. So basically what it is is... A wife auction, I guess. And, um, just, that's, it's always been there. It's always been a part of the ride for the, for, since the beginning. Well, just recently, it's gained legs, and it finally came out, Disney's removing that scene. Oh, no, shit. They are taking that scene away, and people are pissed. It is a classic scene, and people are not happy about it. Are you upset about it? Yes and no, and I will explain. Please do. As I said, it is probably my favorite scene in the, in the whole ride. I, I really like it. It's a 
We want the redhead. Is what you they said. are a horrible, sexist, it, it, male chauvinist, Scott, because it's your favorite scene. Well, it's just it's funny, it's cute, and let's, it's cute. Let's tell it's you cute. Some, the animatronics are, are very well done. Let me just tell you about pirates were horrible fucking people, Adam. Yeah. They raped, they pillaged, they murdered, they destroyed. So maybe we shouldn't like, be on our Disney rides. Like pirates were bad fucking people. And this is another example of now granted it's not like the sign doesn't say, Hey, take we're selling sex slaves. I mean, it's kind of what it is, but Disney definitely Disney-fied it up and says, take a wench for your wife, like marry one of these women, you know, that's... Okay, because that's better. That's better. That's better. It's better than saying, hey, we have sex slaves here for you. No, it, it's better than that, but it's still not great. But it's, it's a true thing in fact. Pirates did this. They participated in slavery and the sex trade. They, they did. So... As far as it being historically correct, it is historically accurate. But should it be celebrated? And that's what it is. It's celebrated. People come by the millions to see these rides. and, and So I am sad because I do like that scene so much, but I'm not all up in arms like some of these other people about it. Like petitions and hashtags are floating around there. You know, save the redhead and petition. So you're, like, you're sad about it. I'm you're, sad. You're I'm sad. But you know it. what? Here, here's the thing. Disney's going to put something else in its place. And it's going to be fucking awesome. And we shouldn't celebrate slavery in any way, shape, or form. It's just as bad as you see some asshole driving down the road with a Confederate bumper sticker on his truck. Like, that, to me, that is celebrating slavery. And it is horrible. So... I'm okay with them taking that scene out, so long as they put an even better, awesomer scene. What in if there. they just put like bathrooms to replace it? But like, you're in a boat; you can't put bathrooms there. Nobody can use the bathrooms. But I mean, what if they build a way to where people can walk in there and use the bathroom? Be like, "Hey, how's it going, buddy?" And then you walk in the bathroom and then walk out. So then it's basically I, just a bunch of toilets. No, they wouldn't do that, and I would be mad if I, they did. So. I, I'm I'm speaking hypothetical. So. Yeah, hypothetically, no, I wouldn't like that. No. You ask me what I would think of, I would hate it. So what you're saying is whore auction is better than, you know, bathrooms in this place. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess, that, I guess I am. <laughs> I guess I am, but... Uh, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not real. They're robots. Well, we, robot we talked sex. about robots. Robot but they're not really having sex with them. Are they? What are they going to do with the robots? I mean, you got to do something with those robots. Look, Mick, the dude that's in the Mickey Mouse costume has to do something on his brain. Okay? That's about enough of that. So, um, so they're doing they're doing away with that. So that's that was the big news. Out, that was the big news out of Disney. You know, I did see. When I went to Kennywood, uh, they had one of those 4D experience uh, rides, I guess you would say. It was a Lego movie, 4D experience, where it was like 12-minute – it was like a 12-minute thing where you sit through this like pre-made mini film, I guess is what okay. you would say, um, where it had some of the Lego characters, and you sat in this theater, and it would like – during certain sequences, it would like – 
shootout smell stuff where it's like, oh, you know, here's lemonade that we're shooting at you, and you smell lemons, and it's like, oh, we're spraying with water. It's like little spurts of water would just come at the audience and stuff in the thing, and it's like, <clears throat> uh, you know, there was the, you remember the little anime unicorn character that was, like, real weird that would go crazy. Like, bubbles would shoot out whenever she was on the screen doing something crazy. It was a really, like, interesting experience that was not great. Because it wasn't done very well. It, was re it felt really cheap. And I think maybe if it wasn't like the Lego movie, it might have been better. But it was like really weird because like I, I think maybe they need to spring a little bit more money on it. Because the 4D experience, it was like, I was expecting, you know, you get in the seat and you put a seatbelt on her, but like moving around, like kind of like the Back to the Future, where you're just kind of moving around. It's like, oh, you know, just shit's going on. But it wasn't like, it was, it felt real cheap. And it was like three or four times throughout the 12-minute thing. Uh, there was, like, this thing that was in the back of the seat that would stick out and, like, poke you in the back real quick. Cause I don't know what triggered it because it seemed like it happened at random, but it was more irritating than experience. So that was the thing. Disney has something like that at, at Disney World. It's called Fill Our Magic, and it's, like, the same thing. You put on you put on the 3D goggles, 3D glasses, yeah. and the... the it's which, coming out at you. Which and re it was real shit 3D. Yeah, so. they do. Uh, they spray water. They do smoke. They do smells. The smells yeah. is really cool. I like that. But yeah, it's it's cool. The story of this is basically, you know, Mickey's sorcerer hat from Fantasia, the magic sorcerer yeah. hat, the big pointy blue thing. Well, Donald Duck steals it, and the magic hat makes him go through several classic Disney films. Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Lion King, quite a few other ones. Like he's going through them, and you just get hit with the smell, the sounds, and stuff. It, it's exactly what you're what you're describing. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. It is a little bit corny, a little bit cheesy, but I love that. I love that campy, <laughs> stupid, kitty stuff. I love that. So I might have liked it. It's it's not that it's corny and cheesy. It just felt cheap. Like, they didn't spring the extra money, you know, to make it real nice. That's kind of what it felt like. So, I mean, granted, it's Kennywood in Pittsburgh, so it's like, you know, people are there not there for the 4D experience, but still. You're really <laughs> shitting on Kennywood. It's not that bad of a joint. I didn't say it was that bad. I, I, as I said before, there's just nothing there for me. That's all it is. It's a great place, just nothing for me there. Like, it's got it's got nothing for me there. Disney has this one ride, this, I guess you'd call it a VR experience ride, where it's the Avatar. They just opened it recently. Yes, they did. And I've I've heard I listened to a lot of Kevin Smith podcasts, and apparently he actually went on the ride. I was just recently at Disney. A week after I was there, I saw on social media that Kevin Smith was at Disney. A week after me, I was almost at Disney World with Kevin. You could have you could you could have introduced yourself. You could have plugged the podcast on one of his <sighs> on one of his Facebook live streams. Like it like, wasn't even a full week. It was like four days after we'd left. I saw that he was there. Like, I'm so angry yeah. that I missed him. But anyway. Yeah, he was there apparently with his mother. Yeah, and um, His daughter was there too. Yeah. Uh, but he went on the he went on the Avatar experience. He said it was fucking amazing. I've because amazing you basically get on this thing that you straddle, and it's meant to simulate, like, the bird creatures. That they the flew, Banshee. Yeah. The Banshees they flew in Avatar. And it's just these goggles that come on you and, you know... It's, I guess, like, this thing that you're sitting on, like, it moves and it makes noises like it's breathing, like it's a real creature. And it looks so real that it's, like, insane. So, 
I've heard nothing but good things about that ride, so... The only bad thing I've heard about it is it's like a six-hour wait. Yes. Like, it's literally six hours you have to wait for the thing. It is, Unless yeah. you pay for the VIP treatment to go ahead of the line. Well, you don't have to pay extra for that. It's called the uh, Fast Pass Plus, Adam. And the Fast Pass Plus is available to anyone who buys a ticket. But it's like you can skip the big long line, but you have to register ahead of time. You have to pick a certain time to come. Yeah. And you still have to wait in a line. Well, it's a line of people who are from waiting. What, from what Kevin Smith explained, what he did was he had this thing where he, he invited a bunch of people with him. But it was like you paid this certain amount of money for – you paid like this amount of money per hour to go. But you had to have a minimum of like seven hours to go. And you could invite, invite pretty much like up to like 10 or 15 people to go with you. And that's basically like – your way of getting, like, the front lines. Like, I don't know if that's the same thing as Fast Pass or whatever it is, but that's that's what it was. So it's like, I think it's like $200, $240 per hour, and you have to buy a minimum of, like, six or seven hours, but you can invite per, um, basically almost as many people as you want to do this. You can invite, wow. like, ten people or something like that, and you jump to the front of the lines and everything like that. You, you, you do all might, that stuff. But you, but, but you have to have a minimum of seven hours. You can't do, like, oh, I'm going to do it for, like, two hours and spend, like, Four hundred dollars, right? So, so it's like thousands of dollars when it's all said yeah. and done. So yeah, I couldn't afford anything like that, but it sounds awesome. Um, I would be willing to bet that it's like unlimited fast pass because each ride has the standby line and the fast pass line, and otherwise I, known as VIP line. Yeah, I guess for all. I mean, it's not called that, but yeah, that's basically what it is. A VIP line would be the the fast pass. So I'd be willing to bet he can't cut the people in the in the fast pass. Well, line. No, but his mom was, he might have been able to do that because his mom was in a wheelchair. So he, yeah, they, so. What they they're, Disney's great with that. If if there's a lot of people there in wheelchairs, a lot of handicapped people, and Disney will it's very handicap accessible. They'll even if it's not, they'll wheel you to the front. You can just wait there in the shade and the. Until your party well, gets up there and you can go. Here's what we do. It's great. If I ever decide to go to Disney with you guys, mm -hmm. I'm going to invest in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to be in. So you guys can push me on a real wheelchair. We'll just go straight to the front of the line. Even if we don't get on the ride sooner, we can wait in the shade. We don't got to worry about it. Fuck that, dude. You're walking. You, you got to experience it. You got to walk I mean, in the you footsteps gotta, of Walt Roy Disney. I mean, no, but okay. <laughs> So speaking of Disney, there's there's one other thing that is changing. Are you familiar with the Hall of Presidents? I've heard of it. It's a famous attraction there, and it's a big amphitheater, big theater with the audio animatronic robot of every single president. I'm just picturing when they add the Donald Trump animatronic, it's just going to be him with his hand cupped underneath, like, grabbed by the pussy. That's gonna no. be his quote. <laughs> okay, so that's what I'm get. That's what I'm getting I'm to. Sorry, I had to laugh. So, so yeah, they add every president, and they're going to be adding Donald Trump because of course he's the fucking president. There, there was a big movement, petitions and hashtag to not have him added. We can't do that. Disney said we can't do that. He's a president, whether you like it or not. He's going to be in there. So then it changed to. Well, that's fine. We understand it's history. You got to keep him in there, but don't let him speak, because I think it was ever since Clinton 
every president since Clinton has spoke. Like, the robot is so advanced that it actually gives a speech. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. The Obama speech was amazing. So there was this whole movement, and Bob Iger, who was the CEO of Disney, who was a conservative Republican, he was actually tapped to be on Donald Trump's, uh, not the cabinet, but like advisory yeah. committee. And he was there for a couple weeks, and he was going to step down as Disney CEO and help the Trump administration. He was there, and he said, forget it. He said he, he resigned from there and went back to Disney. He and Trump did not see eye to eye. They disagreed on many things, like most people. So he left. So they're not on good terms right now, Bob Iger and Donald Trump. There's a rumor floating out there that Bob Iger may run for president as a Republican. Hmm. That would mean in 2020 he would have to challenge a sitting Republican president. Has that ever happened? In a primary. Um, I'm sure it probably has. I don't <laughs> think they've ever won. But um, I don't know. That's, that's, that's a question for like Muha or Pilat yeah. or somebody. But – yeah, so he has to he has to come out and say he's going to do that, but there's been whispers and rumors of him doing that. So, so Disney actually debated, like they they mulled it over and they said, okay, we're going to put Trump in here, but maybe we won't have him speak. Well, then Disney decides, no, no, every president since Clinton we've had do a speech. We're going to let Trump do a speech too. But Trump's going to do a speech. Well, the word got back from the Trump administration, and they said, you know. Disney Corporation, like, tweeted this. Of course he fucking tweeted it. Disney Corporation, um, thank you for making the right decision on this. I'll get my speechwriters to work on a, on a speech right now. Well, Disney goes, okay, hold on, pump the brakes there. Yes, every auto-animatronic president since Clinton has given a speech, but we wrote the speech. Like, you're, you're, yeah. you know what, and Trump is now freaking out. No, no, I'm gonna write the speech. If, if, my likeness is going to be giving a speech, then I'm the one who writes the speech. Disney says, I mean, you can work with us. We'll definitely take some of your inputs, but it doesn't work that way. Like, so now there's this whole big thing. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I feel like if you're going to have a president do a speech for like a Disney animatronic thing, maybe what they should have done Instead, not just for Trump, but for all the presidents, mm -hmm. let the president write the speech and then approve it before you can actually use it. And then... I think that's what they've done. I think... I think the presidents have offered their, you know... No, no, no. Like, the president writes the speech, and then they give it to Disney. Like, here's my speech that I want to use for your approval so that I can use it in your park. I don't know if they've gone that far. I definitely know as far as Obama, he worked with speechwriters at Disney to come up with something. Um, he Disney didn't write so, it himself. Disney is so big they need speechwriters. Well, yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Disney has speechwriters for this. They do. So I bet the Obama administration speechwriters worked with the Disney speechwriters and they came up with it and everybody's happy. And that's what Clinton did. That's what Bush did. That's what they've done. Well... Trump isn't having that. He wants to write it himself. But it's unprecedented. It hasn't happened. So I mean, all right, Trump can fight a lot of people, and Trump can try to do that. You can't fight Disney because Disney's like a country to themselves. Disney's like an economy all to themselves. 
Like, that's like the... That, Disney, might be like... That and Russia might be the two things you can't fight. And China. Because they're like... They're all economies of themselves. I mean, he finds a way. Trump likes to fight everybody. Well, if Disney's an economy all to themselves, and he pissed off Bob Iger, like, he's 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 kind of done, so. They'll be like, you'll be the first silent president then, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So. Or we'll just, like, pick and choose things from YouTube and just use that. The, the, uh, the presidential seal, here's a fun fact. You, can you picture the presidential seal, like, yeah. from the office of, like, on the floor of the Oval Office in, like, the West Wing, like, they yeah. show it all the time, with the eagle holding all the olive branches and the, the arrows, and it's, like, flap, you know what I mean, the stars yeah. above it. Classic, it's it's the seal of the President of the United States of America, the seal of the office of the President of the United States of America. It is only found in Washington, D.C. and Orlando, Florida, the Hall of Presidents. The Hall of Presidents in Disney is the only place that you will find the presidential seal outside of D.C. Really? Yeah. They so, like, got special permission. Not in, like, history books or anything? Oh, there's renditions of it, but I'm talking about the official seal. Yeah, I guess you, there's probably pictures of it on the internet and everything like that. I'm not talking about pictures. I'm talking about the actual seal. Like the on display seal. is what you mean. Yeah, like the carpet. If you walk into the, where the Hall of Presidents are, there's like a little waiting area before you go in the auditorium. And in the middle, there is the seal, just like on the floor in the Oval Office. And it has a fence around it, so people can't walk on it. But you can go right up to it and look over it and spit on it if you want. Huh, it's, it's almost like the real thing. I think it is. From, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, it's the real thing. And they, we had a tour guide telling us about it, and he said, you know... When it was first constructed, Disney had to receive special permission from the, the Nash, National Archives, to, and they're the only place outside of there that, that displays it. So, that was kind of cool. But I don't want the Trump robot anywhere near my Disney. It, it's, you can't, you can't I, avoid I, it. I know. And, you can't and, avoid it. I'm sorry, you can't do it. He's not there yet, so I am not going... You heard it here. I'm boycotting. I am not going to go to the Hall of Presidents while Donald Trump is there talking, I guess. I mean... So you mean you're, what you're saying is never again? Well, no, I guess not because... Because I'm like, all right, so what you're saying is you're never going to go again because he's, he's not going away. Four years from now when President Sanders' robot is in there giving a speech and Trump is just one of the ones standing in the background, I think I could do that. I might give a middle finger Scott, or a boo, but... You, you have a podcast now. You're like a poor man's journalist, so you kind of have to go so you can report back on it. You kind of have to do With it. With Trump talking, yes. I won't. You I have won't. to. You, you have I'm to. I'm sorry, I refuse. You have to so that you can come back and you can say... No. You, 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 you kind of have to. you got to get over it. you got to get over it and just do it. It's like, it's like a Band-Aid. You've got to rip that Band-Aid off. It's not going to happen, Adam. I... Disney is a special place for me. It is my happy place. And he will not intrude. And I love... I like the Hall of Presidents. I don't love it. It's not one that I have to do every time I go. So, by skipping it, that just gives me more time to do Peter Pan's flight. Yeah, you, you don't, you don't, the like, you don't the like Nixon, and you don't like Bush, but you still go. Nixon and Bush don't speak. What if Trump doesn't speak? Then I go. 
Oh, so it's just the speaking, not his yeah, presence. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear his voice. I don't want to see his stupid face and hear his stupid voice. And See, what they do is, they have every I president. I don't know if you've, you've never seen... So, like, all presidents. There's yeah. Like, there's Washington, Adams, Jefferson. They go through the whole laundry list all the way to Obama. And now they're adding Trump. So, when another president comes, the older ones just get moved to the back. And they, they, when their name is called, a light shines on them, and they do, like, one cool little robot move, and that's it. But the main sitting president, like, gets up from his chair and, like, reads speech. I don't want to see Trump do that. But if he's just standing in the background and the light comes on when they say his name, I think I can grit and bear it through that. Okay. Okay. Great show, Scott. Great, great show. Yes, sir. Um, if you guys want to go to hold of 40 Distraction, email us, 40Distraction at gmail.com. Head over to Facebook and Twitter. Search 40 Distraction. Twitter is at podcast FYD. We are on SoundCloud and we are on iTunes. Search 40 Distraction. Like us, follow us, rate us, write a review. The only way we grow is if you help us grow. So share us with your friends. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to B-R-E-E-L-Network.com. That's B-R-E-E-L-Network.com. we got a lot of great shows on there. Movie Guys, For Distraction, obviously. Hey, I like that game. A lot of good stuff on there. The beer of the show. Very good beer. It was. Yes, Very I good think, beer. Yeah, we got, we got a few more left, and I'm going to have to drink some more of this. Yes. Is the Suburban Housewife from the Rivertown Brewery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It was the Blackberry Cucumber Beer. Suburban Housewife. Solid job. Gentleman. Gentle lady. True. Gentle True. lady. Gentle people. Gentle humans. Gentle bipeds. Gentle mammals. Gentle humanoid. Gentle earthlings. Gentle aliens. Gentle... I can't go any higher than that. I don't, sure. I don't know what it is. Okay. So. Robots? We'll see. <laughs> we will see. If they get rights, you know, we'll have to see. If they're allowed to speak. I mean, when robots get rights, does that mean your Roomba can no longer pick up after you? It's, you know, you gotta Slavery. pay, you, you gotta pay your Roomba? We want the Reddit.